Hello and welcome to my podcast, You've Got to Be Joking with me, Bonnie Jane. Today I'm going to be talking about can you really get over heartbreak? Now, as you know, as you've been following this podcast from the beginning, that the reason I started doing this podcast was because I myself have been through the worst heartbreak of my entire existence. Now, has that got any easier? I No, it hasn't. And even though they say time is a healer, it's been a year and a bit and I'm still hurting all the time. This weekend in particular and this week, past week, has been really difficult to the point where I have shut myself away and uh, ignored everyone because I don't know any other way of dealing with how I feel. Now, that could be down to being depressed. Who knows? Uh, maybe I am. Maybe a lot of us are and we don't even realise we're going through that. I think that's just part of life and being an adult. It's just kind of trying to deal with living each day as it comes and trying to survive with the kind of world we're living in. As depressing as that is. But getting over a heartbreak whilst living in this world and doing that alone is the diff- most difficult thing. And I don't think you ever can get over it. I think it is just something that in time you'll be okay to kind of like learn to accept that it's happened. Even though me and my ex, um, we're kind of hopefully going to be on speaking, a bit more better speaking terms now because I felt like actually cutting him out and blocking him and doing all those things was not the right decision for me but maybe it was for a a time being but I feel like I was listening to people telling me doing to do things that weren't right for me because I feel like listening to people and their um, opinions of what you should do is maybe not necessarily what would suit you and your outcome to the situation that you're in that is what I've learned from this situation is that do not take everybody's piece of advice quite literally and use it if you're not 100% with it because that is what I've been doing for the last six months or so. I'm not a typically angry person but I have been in the last six months towards my ex and I feel like that has not been helping me in the slightest and I don't think oh it's not been helping either of us or kind of like his new relationship. Now, I know that is a tricky subject to talk about because obviously that's a difficult one for me as well. Trying to get my head around him and a new relationship and me trying to kind of like figure out what I'm doing in like the dating world and even that is just tragic in itself. But I feel like taking those steps of being a bigger person, actually accepting that those people will move on and you are not necessarily replaceable is what it feels like and it certainly felt like that at the beginning I think I'm learning now that you and everybody else will move on no matter what like and if someone comes along that kind of like makes you feel good then you should hold on to that um and that's what he's done and that's that's great for him I'm glad that he's moving on and he's happy that's all that you should ever wish for anybody in this life to be honest even if you've had a bad ending, I feel like putting that energy out into the world of being happy for that person and putting love out into the world rather than hate is always better because it will come back at you in other ways. Um, I'm just hoping that mine is around the corner in that respect because I feel like I have put so much love and so much energy into all my friendships and all that kind of thing and 
I feel like I kind of hope that the, the universe has something good around the corner for me because this year has been a fucking shit show. Like, I've had some really great moments, don't get me wrong, but mostly they've been fueled with alcohol and drugs and I don't think I can live that life anymore. So I've actually decided to go sober. Now, I don't know how long this is going to last. It's my sixth day being sober. But for me, that is actually pretty amazing because this last year has been drinking every single night, uh, binge drinking and then getting home at like 3, 4 a.m., sleeping with random guys and just really not looking after myself. And subsequently damaging my mental health and I feel like that is something that happens obviously of course it does with the way that you deal with heartbreak and heartbreak is something that is the worst possible thing you can go through as a human especially if you've been you know with that person for such a long time they become your whole world your whole universe so when that ends it's so difficult to try and like navigate through that of like okay well fuck how do I get through this on my own what do I do next? And you kind of do, and I have done, gone to other people to ask for advice and be like, well, what do I do? But you can't. You have to learn that on your own of what works for you. Because that's what my therapist basically says, you know, like what works for you? How would you feel about that? And what would you do in this situation? You can't be looking at other people's opinions or ideas around what would make you feel better because that is maybe what they would do to make themselves feel better, which may not subsequently work for you. That is what I have been doing. I've been taking people's advice and quite taking it literally and trying to fit that into the way that my thoughts and feelings would go into something. And it's I've just not been 100% honest and truthful to myself when actually really all I want to be is living in a world that's like everyone's happy I mean obviously this is like the case everyone's the same right peace and love whatever but um I feel like with me in particular like I don't want to be in anyone's bad books and that's why it's very difficult for me when people kind of like hate on me or like take me in the wrong way or in in the wrong light I feel like some people kind of you either love me or you hate me I suppose I'm a bit like Marmite but I think once you get to know me you can see that inside I'm like, you know, soft as fuck. Even though I do swear a lot, doesn't mean that I'm a bitch. <laughs> but my point is, is that I think learning to accept certain things that don't feel comfortable to you, so like your ex moving on with somebody else and them making your ex happy, then maybe that's something you should do to try and move on. And that could potentially be a healer for me anyway, going forward. And it might be really difficult because I feel like, yes, I feel like I'm being replaced, but equally I do know that I can't be replaced. Deep down, I have to keep telling myself that. But I think each individual person is always going to feel that way. That's just in our human condition, I think, of feeling like you are replaceable. You, You aren't just FYI. You are an individual that cannot be replaced on this earth. And I suppose I've felt a lot like that in the last couple of weeks and I've felt suicidal and thoughts that I've not wanted to be here anymore and that's been a constant fucking battle over the last year like genuinely and I'm quite happy to talk openly about it because I know that I'm not the only person that has been through this and feeling those thoughts and those feelings I know that leaving people behind is not in my uh, plan that's not my plan to do that I think it's just maybe 
a natural way of feeling and dealing with grief and going through all those different stages of feeling those feelings and kind of having to sit with them and being okay with them being there heartbreak is going to do that to you it is like a constant back and forth of the grieving process for the first step for me getting through breaking up with my ex was that it was the rebound so you're like okay well okay this feels great I'm single now so had a holiday with my girls and I was like this is amazing like I haven't been single for like nearly 10 years so obviously going to be like running around like a maniac get back meet another guy absolute rebound fall in love with him I'm like this is great what was I even worried about being single blah 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 anyway that ended and then straight back into square one where actually you have to then sit with those feelings and you have to deal with them because if you don't they will keep creeping up until you do learn it's like any lesson in life if you don't learn that lesson the first time around I promise you it will keep coming back around until you learn it it's happened to me with friendships before where I attracted this type of person where they were almost like it was a really really toxic relationship where they would become too too personal almost like a boyfriend in my life um this was always with girls a boyfriend in my life where they would be like almost attached at the hip like we do everything together and it was like really really toxic and then it would always end really really badly and really sour and really toxic and until I noticed that kept on coming up and those types of people that I was attracting, I kept on doing it. And it happened to me for years and years and years. And I was thinking, why is this happening? It's because I couldn't recognize those people until I did. And until the day I did recognize it and I cut it off, I haven't met a person like that since. So in my basically my point is, if you don't learn the lessons from the heartbreak that it's trying to teach you, it's going to keep coming up. And that's going to be like a... Um, a wound that will never heal until you do really learn those lessons that wound will then start to heal and I'm trying to heal my wounds like as much as I'm possibly trying to put on this like happy face on Instagram it's fucking hard because all I'm doing behind closed doors is locking myself away and crying myself to sleep and doing fucking ketamine on my own again because it's the only way that I can possibly disassociate myself from being in this world for a short amount of time And that's really sad because I don't even want to see my friends. Like, I just don't. I just want to, like, scurry myself away in my flat. And I'm, like, sat here like a fucking miserable bitch. But I think it is just part of grieving. I don't think any relationship you really ever get over. Like, my first boyfriend, for instance, I don't think I I would ever have gotten over him. Like, there's always some sort of feeling towards that person, no matter what it is, you know? I think even if you see them, it's like, oh, God, like, your your heart jumps into your stomach and you feel sick. You're like, fuck. Like, those feelings are always going to unravel, like, because that's just being a human. You sometimes just don't get over those things. But I feel like maybe being a bit more aware of, like, how you're dealing with those situations rather than for instance all my exes I don't really speak to because they've ended badly or I've been a dick or they've been a dick or f you know however it ended I going forward don't want to do that anymore I want to be very honest and be this is how I feel up front no more arguing 
No more putting myself into a bad situation where I'm falling out with these people because I don't want them in my life anymore. And it's the easiest thing to do is just fucking cut them out. But actually, is it? It's actually not the best option sometimes because actually that's going to leave a deeper wound in your soul to try and get over it. Like I still think about the people that I ended things badly with all the time because it's not been resolved. And will it ever be resolved? Probably not which is really sad and like what are those lessons teaching me maybe not to act the, se- the same way as I did with those relationships and to learn and go forward into the next but equally those people what were they here to teach me I, I have no idea and maybe I will in years to come but going forward I'm like thinking well I want to be friends with my ex he was a big part of my life and why shouldn't you be able to be friends with your ex unless they've done a fucking bad one and they've cheated on you and they've been a complete cunt then yeah sack it off block block them see if I can later like I have blocked people that I d- that do deserve to be blocked because some people just do but some people that are good eggs and that should stay in your life i.e my ex he was my best friend for nearly 10 years my whole life was him for 10 years, you know? Trying to cut him out has been the hardest fucking thing. It's been like chopping off my leg and trying to walk again. It's it's so difficult. It's so fucking difficult because I can't live without that limb. I mean, you can, but that's what it feels like. It's so difficult going day to day and and forgetting, trying to forget that life that you had. But I think if you go forward in a different way and you try to kind of like make amends or like try and move forward like civilly or like even checking in with each other now and again and being like hey how are you and like moving forward in a friendship rather than just being like cut that off that never happened fuck you we're done because actually is that the best option most of the time why are we taught this why are we taught to to look at relationships like they should be like a you know burn it end it fucking delete everything like it never happened because those people came into our life for a reason to teach us something or to show us something or to show us you know how it is to be loved or to to love somebody else or how to love yourself or whatever it may be those people come into your life for a reason and you shouldn't discard it unless it's of course in a bad way that something bad has happened but I feel like going forward for me especially that being friends with people after something bad has happened maybe is more healing than people think because a lot of people think well you can't be friends with your ex but why can't you be friends with your ex what is why is that a bad thing because we live in a world that you're not allowed to do that because it might upset someone but surely if you're all friends with everyone then it would be easier no I mean, I could be wrong. There's probably a lot of different arguments to go against this uh, conversation, but um, in my opinion, that's what I'm going to be doing going forward is being totally honest and totally open about how I feel with everything. And I think you should regardless. And that is exactly why dating is so fucked because nobody is honest. Everybody's like ghosting or like not being fully honest. And when you are fully honest, some people are like, oh, fucking hell, chill out. Do you know what I mean? So you ask and you get and then you don't ask and they ghost you so it's like what are you doing to uh I don't know there's so many fuckheads out there for instance there's this guy I was talking to for a brief moment from field 38 year old guy quite good looking um and we were chatting and he 
said, oh, how's, how's, it, how's it been or something? And I was like, I just literally replied saying, what? And he was like, oh, wow, sorry to bother you. And I was just thinking, you know what? You've just fucking screwed it now. Like, then he disconnected me from field. I thought, no wonder you're fucking single at 38 because you're a complete prick and you can't hold a conversation like a child. It's ridiculous. I've kind of taken a, like I said, um, a little break from it at the moment. I'm still on there, but I'm kind of just like, oh, I have no energy today. I can't even go and see my friends right now. I'm like, I'm like exhausted socially anxious which I haven't been for a long time like even the thought of going to the shop right now is too much so much so that doing this podcast is kind of my only vice to kind of keep me alive and like running like a normal human being because I feel right now like I'm an absolute ghost or a shell of a person and I think if you've been tattooed by me recently you probably would have been able to see it because I have not been myself and I don't think I've been myself for a little while but I think that is part of grieving and genuinely thought like I was dying this week I felt so ill and I was like what's wrong with me I, I got I, th- I thought it was part of the celiac poisoning from Saturday and then it just carried on and carried on carried on I was like body aches joint pain sickness couldn't sleep couldn't eat just felt really really unwell and just so sad couldn't stop crying and I was I spoke to my mom she's like maybe you're depressed I was like maybe but like why though because it's like delayed no or maybe I've just been like this for a while I, I've been like now that I'm like I say sober for six days it's better than no days I guess but um I mean drinking wise sober for six days obviously not with the ketamine but you know we have to try and do things step by step and no smoking for six days as well um so I'm proud of myself for that that's like the biggest milestone I've been sober for a long time so <sighs> yeah hopefully that will stick who knows we'll see that's kind of like what life's about right you have to trial and error these things and see if it makes you feel any better but my point is I don't think you ever ever get over breakups I don't think those feelings of that hurt really ever go I think it's there to teach you that you're still alive and you're still human and you have to feel those feelings to for some reason fucking grow and I don't know why the universe does this to us I really don't and I kind of hate it because I'm like give me a fucking break this year has been the fucking worst it's been a shit show give me some good luck around the corner come on give me something even my work is taking a hit right now because I'm like I'm so sad all the time like it's so difficult to try and be this person who's so on it and like you know doing all these things I just haven't got the capacity to be that person right now and it's exhausting because I've got no one else to rely on I've only got myself and that's the most frustrating thing is like when you're in this spell of like feeling low and feeling shit and feeling useless you don't want to do anything because you feel like you're not good enough or you, you can't you know meet those expectations of people and they're trying but it's just not hitting the mark and it's exhausting because it's like a a rat race going over and over again of just being like fucking hell give me a break it's just one thing after another at the moment but again maybe it's the grief for me that I'm trying to get my head around of like how to deal with it how to deal with the stages of grief and the stage of, stages of grief are let's have a little look let me give it a little Google. Stages of grief. In order. Okay, yeah, so it's denial, number one. 
anger, number two. Bargaining, number three. Depression, maybe that's what I'm in right now, number four. And then acceptance. So it is the same as grief. A relationship, you are grieving the death of the relationship because that is the death of the life that you had with somebody. And you're trying to, as much as you can, get through it as a human in your own way. Now, I don't want to go on any fucking meds. I've done that, been there, done that. I can't do it. Like, I've been on sertraline. I've done all that antidepressant stuff. It did not work for me. And if it works for you, then that's absolutely great. But I'm going to try and push through this as much as I can with just being me and therapy and essentially being sober. We're going to see if that helps. But, yeah. I don't know that you ever get through heartbreak. I think all of the relationships you have, regardless if they're friendships or relationships romantically, if they end badly, they're always going to haunt you in some way, because they do. Even if you try and, like, um, reconcile these things that have ended badly, sometimes people don't want that from you. They don't want to reconcile things or make things better. I've certainly tried with people over the years, and sometimes it's just easier for people to block other people out because they don't want to be involved with those feelings anymore. So being the person I am, I find that very difficult to try and deal with that. And I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way because actually when you put so much love out into the universe, which I feel like I do all the time and it's exhausting because I'm constantly doing it with my friends, constant. Sometimes I feel like I'm in like a uphill battle struggling because I'm like, fucking hell, give me something back, please. It's like pissing into the fucking wind. I'm like, what am I doing? I mean, obviously, I know that I have got a great group of friends, but equally, sometimes, you know, when you have those days and you just want to fucking end it all because you think it'll be easier, but actually, it's not. It's not going to be easier. It won't be easier. And I keep talking about this because I think you should talk about it because I don't think it's been talked about enough because I feel like people think about these things all the time and, and they don't open up enough because they feel like masking it with getting drunk in the summer and going on dates and shagging around like a lot of people I know have been doing because they're trying to mask their sadness like I've been trying to do and I'm trying to like open my eyes and like get over it in a way that is so difficult trying to look myself in the mirror and being like trying to love myself is like the hardest fucking thing in the world like because right now I just don't and it's going to be a long journey and it's so difficult seeing other people who are like oh baby you'll be okay and they're like back into a brand new relationship how would you know what okay is you don't you've jumped straight into something else you, you cannot compare what someone goes through when you're going through a heartbreak especially on your own especially when you're like a divorce as well like fucking smacking the chops that is jesus christ like anyone going through a divorce like i really really feel for you or has gone through a divorce like i have it is the worst pain I think I've ever felt in my life and I'm unsure that you ever ever will get over that I just don't think you will I don't think I ever will because even when you look back at those I get myself into these spirals I know I do and maybe it's a way of just releasing those emotions and I feel like you need to sometimes just because if you don't then they're gonna fucking bubble up and just take over your body and make you ill like I think they've been doing with me but I get myself into these spaces where I'm like looking at wedding photos and looking at the video again I'm like why are you doing this to yourself you ended for a reason and a good reason at that like you know he's happy now with somebody else and you will be in the future when you're ready for that 
but not right now it's not your time yet and I think if you're going through a very similar thing to me then it is not your time yet and you have to remind yourself that these days that you're having that feel really fucking shit I'm really there with you because I am I'm behind closed doors crying myself to sleep and trying to numb the pain with ketamine which sounds extreme but I feel like sometimes what else can you do it's either that or I'm like you know drinking myself into oblivion which I really don't want to do anymore because it's gonna kill me off literally you have to try and take care of yourself and it's the hardest thing when you feel low because you don't want to see anyone you don't want to talk to anyone and actually people being like oh just get back down to the gym it's not going to help you you're going to want to be like fuck off like you just you don't want anyone to talk to you because anyone's fucking advice seems absolutely menial to you because you're like you don't even understand you don't get it you don't feel what I feel because they don't and they can't compare because everybody's different so even saying that oh babe you've got this it doesn't help me sorry words are fucking nothing like I really don't care and that's why I just can't I can't stress to you enough that this if you're feeling what I'm feeling it will pass and I have to remind myself of that as well I am trying to listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth and trying to believe them like we all are but it will pass and I'm hoping that this summer gives us something of some sort of form of happiness because right now it's feeling like a dark cold summer right now especially because the sun's not been out for like the last week so I'm just like where the fuck are you trying to kill us off but my heart goes out to any of you that are feeling like this and feeling low and feeling sad especially when you're seeing fucking oh my god I don't know about you but going on Instagram does not help and when you start doom scrolling and you're seeing like oh my friend got married yesterday oh my friend just had a baby you're like oh fuck off like seriously I don't care like I really don't want to see your fucking wedding I'm muting you see you later it's difficult seeing those things especially if you've gone through a divorce and you've had that day you've seen it and it's like reliving the same thing like one of my friends is at the uh venue that I got married at this weekend and it's been really difficult seeing her stories because obviously I got married there and it's the first time I've seen that since I got married so it's triggering so of course you're going to see fucking shit like that especially like people being like oh having the best time on Instagram you have to remember all of it's not 100 100% real people only show what's good on Instagram and that's why I want to I want to spin that and stop that from happening because we live in such a fake fucking world where everything online is bullshit nothing's true and that's the reason why I've wanted to make this podcast for such a long time is because I feel like I do have a lot to say and I have a lot to share and I feel like I've I've learned a lot in the life that I've lived I feel like I've lived a thousand fucking lives in this one life done a thousand different jobs and met a thousand different people and learned so many different lessons which have both been painful and great at the same time but I feel like yeah everything will teach you a lesson and no matter how hard that is in the moment and it, it will be hard and I'm going through the same thing it's very very difficult and you kind of have to fake it till you make it you've got to try and swallow down the pride and try and be okay and try and be okay with yourself and your own company is one of the fucking hardest things I've ever tried to do and that's why I've been trying to fill my nights with these empty dates and the crap shags and the fucking the guys that are complete non-playable characters because that's what you try and do to fill those voids in your life because you're used to coming home to someone you're used to calling someone being like hey do you want to hang out tonight you can't do that anymore so you're trying to fill that with something else but you don't need to you just need to fill it with being okay with yourself and 
essentially dating yourself like and being okay with that because once you put a good uh, version of out of yourself into the world of like yes I'm okay with myself and I love myself then that is the moment that you will meet someone new and until that happens that won't happen I'm very aware of all of this but I still sit in the depression of feeling sad I think it's just part of this whole experience is that you have to go through these things to understand when you come out the end of it so the end of the grief thing is acceptance of which of course maybe I don't know how long this is going to take me maybe it'll take me a lot longer maybe when me and my ex are friendly ish again and he's back in my life I think that's been the hardest part is that it's been cold turkey completely like coming off heroin like coming off my addiction for 10 years and going cold turkey with this person has been the hardest fucking thing I've ever done in my life so yes it will get better but in the meantime be kind to yourself and I have to remind myself of this look after yourself because I'm not doing those things I'm trying to by stopping drinking and hopefully going back to the gym when I've feeling a little bit more energized because right now I feel like a fucking slug but we get there but I think maybe turning those um negative thoughts into positive things in your life somehow even writing yourself a note you know like a post-it for instance and putting it on your fridge and being like I don't know a good memory that brings something into your mind that you can be like for instance next to my um Next to my bed, my sister, when she stayed at mine with her boyfriend, um, when I went to LA, she left loads of little notes, post-it notes, around my flat so that I could find them when I was, like, cleaning up or whatever. She put them, like, inside my jeans and, like, all those kind of things. So I might have not even found them all yet, but a lot of them were, like, you're amazing, thank you for being my best friend, and, like, little memories in there so I framed it and I've got it next to my bed are just little reminders that you are not alone in this people around you do care no matter how much you want to block them out they are going to be there for you and sometimes people don't know how to deal with people that are low I certainly do because I've been there and I've been around people and I feel like I'm such a caregiver constantly it's sometimes so exhausting I don't know how to keep up with it all and that's why I've locked myself away because I can't take on anyone else's shit anymore it's too exhausting so put yourself first and you will heal in time and I can't stress to you enough therapy because therapy has given me tools to be able to deal with feeling like I've been feeling suicidal really fucking sad torturing myself mentally constantly and everything about that whole thing goes into like self-hate it always does come back to that but I think it's having to learn to deal with those things and trying to like conquer them and come out the other side stronger for it but therapy definitely is helping even though it's like a slow process it's never going to be overnight but put yourself first put your health first and don't fall into traps like I have of trying to you know console yourself with drinking or with drugs or with sex because essentially that is what you do it's a momentary um feeling of like it's a plaster for five minutes you know that band-aid will come off and the next morning you'll feel just as shit as you felt before 
So taking care of yourself and like maybe even write a list of things you want to do, like places you want to go or like things you haven't done on your own or like taking yourself on dates and being okay with that, being on your own, like maybe a restaurant you've not been to yet, like going for a date on your own. How cute. Go to your favorite restaurant, order yourself a nice glass of wine or a non-alcoholic drink in my case in this situation can you believe i'm saying that for such a martini gal who knows what's around the corner for anyone but i feel like you are not alone in this i promise you i'm there again on that fucking floor crying hysterically with you and i promise you as much as i'm trying to promise myself that this will get better it's not going to be forever but yeah as always my dms are always open my Instagram is Bunny's Tattoos. And yeah, sending you always all of my love. Um, and yeah, I hope that something from this absolute jibber jabber of this week's podcast has helped you in any way, um, shape, or form. And I suppose I'm just going to continue sharing my journey of like how things change and how things are constantly up and down with you know breakups and heartbreak heartbreak is horrible having a broken heart is the worst feeling in the whole world the knot in your stomach never fucking goes but yeah i'm i'm there with you sending you all of the love all of all of all of the love um yeah i hope you have a beautiful week and look after yourself and i'll be back of course next monday with hopefully something a little bit more cheery um something to do with stripping i have been saying this for a while and i keep i keep um going to talk about it but then i feel like maybe it's just not the right right episode to talk about it just yet but if you have any questions about stripping or anything to do with that, then feel free also to message me. I'd love to hear any stories or any like questions you have about relationships or anything you feel like you want to ask me and I would answer on the podcast if you feel happy for me to do that, then I'm equally happy to answer those for you if however you feel or um, it's just interesting to see and hear other people's stories so it makes people feel like they're not completely alone in how they feel because that's you know essentially what I'm trying to do this for is to form a community of people so you don't feel alone because London and being in this world can be a really lonely place sometimes even if you've got people around you you feel alone um, so yeah all the love as always and um, have an amazing week I'll speak to you soon <laughs>